is SaaS companies can now leverage all of the e-commerce tailored and, and gaming tailored features that make Facebook a good platform, but that have been very difficult for uh, SaaS companies to go beyond doing things like lookalike campaigns. Do you want to impact the world and still turn a profit? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to Growth Everywhere. This is the show where you'll find real conversations with real entrepreneurs. They'll share everything from their biggest struggle to the exact strategies they use on a daily basis. So if you're ready for a value-packed interview, listen on. Here's your host, Eric Sue. Before we jump into today's interview, if you guys could leave a review and a rating and also subscribe as well, that would be a huge help to the podcast. So if you actually enjoy the content and you'd like to hear more of it, please support us by leaving us a review and subscribe to the podcast as well. Thanks so much. All right, everyone. Today we have Liam Bogar, who's the head of marketing at Mad Kudu, which helps companies grow sales by consistently generating relevant conversations with qualified leads. There's also another description for them. Mad Kudu is a predictive lead scoring solution built exclusively for high volume B2B SaaS companies to help them accelerate growth using customer data. Liam, how's it going? Going good. It's going good. Cool. So, I mean, Liam, I mean, we, we talked a little bit before. I mean, give us give us kind of your story and kind of how you eventually ended up at uh, at Mad Kudu. Yeah, definitely. Um, long story long, uh, I grew up in the Bay Area in Menlo Park. My parents worked in the Silicon Valley in the 90s. Uh, I graduated college right after the financial crisis. So I decided instead of being poor living, you know, with my parents in the Bay Area, I might as well be poor abroad. Uh, I moved to France and kind of fell backwards into a startup ecosystem spent five years as a journalist covering the Paris startup ecosystem. And then I finally switched over and said, you know, there's a lot of great things happening. I want to get involved. Two years ago, I joined a company called Algolia when they were just 50 employees uh, as a brand director and, and wanted to bring that media quality brand, the way New York Times builds a relationship with, with readers, the way, the, way, the way TV channels build this really strong relationship to SaaS. And Algolia was one of the first customers of Mad Kudu. So they, one day, uh, our marketing ops person said, hey, we're going to start using Mad Kudu for lead scoring. Uh, six months later, I met uh, Francis Sass Talk out in Dublin. And uh, a year ago, I joined them as employee number three as head of marketing to, to help take this thing to the next level. Awesome. Great. Yeah, I've heard incredible things about Mad Kudu. I mean, uh, you know, Guillaume, who's also been on this uh, on this show, has talked about it. I've seen other people's talks. Um, so, you know, very excited to learn more about it. I mean, you know, I, I've kind of given like two descriptions for it, but how would you describe Mad Kudu? Like, how, how do you think it helps people? Yeah, definitely. The layman's terms that I always use to talk about it is using the past to predict the future. It's really about saying, let's look at a point A to a point B in the buyer journey something like sign up to becomes a customer, or if you're more focused on opportunity creation to opportunity creation and saying, okay, let's look at the past thousand people who, who started the beginning of that experience, look at who got to the end and who didn't, and figure out what are the data points that statistically differentiate people who succeed from people who don't. And so that's a really historical way of thinking about lead scoring, you know, lead prioritization. I want to talk to my best leads first, my worst leads last. But because this product is delivered as an API, it really opens up a whole new use case, which is to say, what if at every step of the buyer journey, you could say, who are my best leads and what is the next best action to do with them? And that's what Mad Kudu is. So today you can use this on the top of funnel. You can do optimization for paid acquisition based on, so that you only run campaigns against your best leads. You identify really quickly whether campaigns are generating people who should convert all the way down to sales engagement and saying, okay, I've got a bunch of free users on self-serve plans. At what point should my account executive reach out and try to switch them over to an annual plan? And so we really run the entire buyer journey saying, what's the next best action for your best leads? And what do people look like who are about to convert? And how do we reach out at the exact right time? Got it. 
And so one of the taglines I read earlier was um, it's built exclusively for high volume B2B SaaS companies. Is that still true? And if so, what does high volume mean? Like how much traffic or how much data do they need to be quote unquote high volume? Yeah, that's a really good question. Actually, uh, it works out well that today we just released uh, our first free version of Madkudu uh, exclusively for intercom customers. And, and that actually brings us uh, full circle on this topic. So historically, in order to build a model to predict the future, you need enough past history. It's not something like you need to have a billion users uh, in order to make it work, but you need to have a consistent enough uh, lead flow for it to, to create a model. That's actually less than you might think. It might be as little as 20 conversions or 100 conversions. So we're not necessarily talking about a lot of historical data. However, in order for it to make sense to actually start thinking about how to prioritize those leads and actually get leverage, you need to have a big enough top of funnel and and, and lead flow where prioritization and uh, engagement actually makes a statistical difference in your revenue. For example, if you have 100 leads every single month, you can look at them manually. Even if an engine might do that faster and smarter, you don't actually need an AI or, or, or a real-time API to get that done. But if you have 300,000 leads every quarter or every month, like some of our customers do, you just can't look at every lead. Even if you have a low-touch automated system, you can't touch everyone, and you need to know when. Got it. Okay. We're having something that can programmatically make that decision matters. Got it. So would you say, what what do you think is is like the tipping point? Is it like, you know, 5,000 leads a month or like 2,000 leads a month where it makes sense to to use Madkudu? Yeah. So a a really good way, I'd say like 1,000 leads per month is probably a, a good indicator. We have people who have less. Um, and, and we have people who have more that aren't, aren't a great fit. I think a, a better way to look at it is on the sales side, if you have a tiered sales team and you need to figure out which are my SMB leads, mid-market enterprise leads, we're a pretty good fit for you. And if you have a low-touch model and you're trying to sell upmarket, we're a pretty good fit for you. Got it. Okay. Generally, if you have a wide, a wide variety. Great. Um, how do you guys make money? How do you guys price your, your product? Yeah, definitely. So there's two ways we price. One is obviously on a per lead count. So the more leads you have, the more you might pay. And, the, and that kind of buckets out by buckets of 1,000. And there's also on a, on a model basis. So we have various complexities of models. Um, so you might, um, so our free plan that we just launched is a standard model. We build a, a model just to look at a firmographic cost, what they look like. Or we might go even further and build a behavioral store to look at what actions are doing and leveraging product data uh, to go deeper. So each so the, so you kind of have a two axes layer. So one is what is the complexity of the model and how many models you're using, and the other is how many leads are being uh, pushed to that model per month. Awesome. Okay, great. And what kind of numbers can you reveal around the business today? Um, you know, it could be number of customers, revenues, growth rates, anything like that that you're open to. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, the, the easiest one to share, which is uh, is that we're growing triple digit growth every single year. We're currently selling to about a hundred uh, customers right now. Um, average ACV is in, is in the high five figures. So, so we're mostly a mid market and enterprise product. And some of the logos that we're pretty proud to share: IBM, Envision, Segment, Drift, uh, Shopify, and, and and many others. Um, most of our customers are well known brands just by the nature of what we're selling. Yeah, I remember. So, you know, we, we talked about, I mean, the way I heard of Mad Kuda was through another guest on the show, uh, Guillaume, that works at uh, Drift. And, you know, I, I wanted to try it because we were using Drift and, you know, we're combining it with Mad Kudu. And um, at the time, I, I think this was maybe like a year and a half, two years ago. Uh, but basically, you know, the idea was that Mad Kudu would enrich, um, you know, find find the leads that would be good enough to to talk to. And my understanding now is that you guys have gotten, you know, way more sophisticated than that. I, I mean, I, I spoke to your, your chief revenue officer, Frank. Francis, and um, he said, look, it's got a lot more advanced. And he basically told me that the way I had it set up was like kind of the, maybe it was like the free version or like the the newbie version. Can you speak to that a little bit in terms of like maybe how the 
product has evolved? Yeah, definitely. I, I think the big thing we're looking at and that I alluded to earlier is we're really talking about building a playbook for modern marketing operations. Specifically, we're looking at predictable growth, which is how do you build an automated, scalable, and frictionless buyer journey that's personalized for every person. So the, so the historical thing is people who sign up identify my best leads so I can reach out to them first. That's lead scoring. But as you move around, you can actually do that at every step of the buyer journey, right? And so what, what some of our more modern customers are using and some of the more advanced ones are using are saying, I want to measure my uh, my AdWords spend based on based, based on qualified leads uh, and, and looking at what is my cost per qualified lead so I can cut off campaigns that may be generating a lot of MQLs, but not a lot of SQLs, and not a lot of dollars. That's an easy one to do, but you can go even further and say for Facebook ad spend, for example, we can actually feed Facebook's ad engine a mad kudu data so that it starts trying to generate, predict which leads that it's targeting are going to convert uh, high by trying to imitate mad kudu's AI. Um, and so we really go into to a, a deeper integration across paid acquisition, website conversion, and sales engagement. And those three areas across the entire buyer journey are, are all part of our vision of creating a frictionless buyer journey that's that's relevant at scale. Got it. Yeah, actually, I, I want to touch upon that a little bit. I mean, um, you know, Francis, sh- she showed me this deck, and I'm not sure how much you can talk about this, but basically, um, it, it, you kind of talked about how Madkudu is integrating now with Facebook, right? So, you know, when, you know, some people might say, oh, but Facebook already has conversion tracking data, like, why do we need Madkudu? So how would you describe it, I guess, in layman's terms, in terms of how, how you guys are adding value on top of uh, like a Facebook uh, ad campaign? Campaign. I'm going to say some stuff that's really obvious, but um, Facebook's ad engine is really well built for e-commerce. Makes sense. Uh, it's really good for gaming as well. Uh, you bring a lead, they convert or they don't, and you send that data right back to Facebook and say, Eric signed up and he spent $70 on a t-shirt. Boom. And you send that back to Facebook. And what Facebook's done that's made them a really amazing platform is they actually have an AI that'll say, okay, I want more people like Eric who are going to spend $70. And the more data you send it, the more sophisticated it gets. Specifically, one of those areas is called bidding optimization and ad spend optimization, or what Facebook calls value optimization, where you can say, I want to optimize for this metric. And every time, every time I uh, get a conversion, I'll send that back to you. The problem is that the SaaS buyer journey is much more complex. If I send back every MQL I generate to Facebook, statistically, I'm going to send it low-level leads, and it's going to start skewing towards low-level leads. But if I only send it conversions that happen you know, 14, 28, or, or, or more days later, one, I'm only sending it less than 5% of my total funnel, so I'm not sending it enough data. And two, I'm only sending it leads that did convert, which leaves out the entire possibility that not every person that I should convert or every person that I want to be going after becomes a customer. For example, bad timing or, for example, a, a bad sales SLA and, and someone not following up with a lead that should have converted. And it also doesn't give you that nuance that you get from the transactional value. And so what Madkudu did is we took this lead scoring uh, platform that we had and we said, OK, we already know that we can predict the amount that a lead is going to spend when they sign up. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, SMB, mid-market, enterprise, we can tell you which one they're going to be. And I also know the likelihood of convert at the MQL stage, what the percentage chances that they're going to become a customer. So if I multiply those together, I can actually build a predicted value. Uh, it's a little more complex than that, but for, for the sake of simplification. And I can send that back to Facebook at the time that you convert a lead from a paid campaign to leaving the email. And I can say, okay, Eric just signed up for a free trial of Mad Kudu. He's worth $70 because we know there's a 10% chance that he'll convert to a $700 ACV. And so what that means is SaaS companies can now leverage all of the e-commerce tailored and, and gaming tailored features that make Facebook a good platform, but that have been very difficult for uh, SaaS companies to go beyond doing things like lookalike campaigns. Got it. Okay. So it's it sounds like, so, you know, Facebook has, uh, you know, conversion-based kind of, you know, uh, conversion-based optimization or bidding optimization. Uh, you guys have made it work for SaaS companies. Exactly. Exactly. Got it. 
Okay, great, cool. So, I mean, you, you mentioned a hundred customers. You know, you mentioned customers like IBM. Uh, you know, customers like Segment. How did you go about getting these customers? Yeah, that's a really good point. I think the thing we've always been really focused on is just understanding the needs of our customers. And a lot of them have really been working hand in hand with them, sitting down, meeting them. And, and of course, referrals. You, you mentioned G. Uh, G's been a user of, of MadKudu for a long time. And a lot of people hear about MadKudu through G or other champions of ours. And they go, okay, uh, I, I want to I understand how I can best, best use this. And so it's a lot of it's been organic growth. We're also really invested in the marketing ops and, and growth engineering community. Um, so we run a VIP community called MadOps where we have a sales strategy, marketing operations, demand gen and growth people from Zoom, Stripe, uh, Slack segment, uh, the entire industry, exchanging knowledge and helping each other. So we're really committed to this vision of the, the future of marketing ops. And, and I think our customers see that and they communicate it to their network and, and our community sees that and, and people outside are starting to see that as well. Cool. So what, what I'm hearing is uh, you have champions out there like, G. you guys are doing, uh, you know, I, I think I saw you at a live event at, at, at Saster as well. And I think also at the same time, or maybe I saw Francis, one or the other. And then um, it sounds like you guys are creating content too. Is there anything else that's working really effectively for you guys? No, that's it. I mean, my, my priorities uh, this year have really been co-marketing, content, and community. Cool. I love it. Great. Nice and simple. No need to add a bunch of, oh, we need to try Instagram Live or things like that. That's great. Cool. So yeah, Mad Kudu, I mean, you know, what kind of, let's see. So you mentioned you guys are, you know, you guys are SaaS. How does pricing work? Like if someone wanted, wanted to get started, there's a free version on Intercom. What if they're not using Intercom? Like, how did they get started? Yeah, definitely. So there's two other ways that you might be able to use Matku for free um, to, to sort of uh, uh, finish that, that that section. One is by using Zapier, there's an out-of-the-box uh, white-label version of Matkudu called Lead Score by Zapier. And as a advantage of this thing, we push to Intercom. You can also use Drift Intel, which is a white-label version of Matkudu that sits inside Drift. That's, that's the same feature. Um, if you go beyond that, you're typically hitting a, a higher lead volume, and you're going to level up into our growth plan, which is $1,000 a month and includes a custom model. So now we're actually taking your customer data, building a model, and, and pushing it back to you. And you're going to get full API access, which means you can push this to any one of the integrations that we have, or you can build custom, uh, build it custom into your, into your uh, stack. Love it. Okay. Great. Cool. So we'll work towards wrapping up here. What is one new tool that you've added in the last year that's added a lot of value to your life? So for it could be like an app, it could be like product board, or it can be like a physical product like camera, for example. Ooh, that's a tough one. But uh, I think I'm a really big fan of a product called Livestorm, which is, uh, they, they call themselves better webinar software. I've done webinars for years. I've done, and, and I've really hated almost every product I've ever used. Livestorm is webinars that just don't suck. Um, it's a really great way to engage with users during a webinar. They've got polling questions, great landing pages that automatically get built. It integrates with Intercom, so you can have your Intercom bot on top of their webinar page. And and honestly, for anyone who's not using it, I think Livestorm is a, is a must-have today. Wow, that is huge. I mean, if because I mean, right now we use Zoom. I, I've used a lot of different webinar software as well, but Livestorm, I, I think you're you're really putting everything you got behind it, huh? Oh, yeah. Honestly, I mean, I've done about 20 webinars in the last six months. I've used Zoom. I've used other products. Hand, hands down, Livestorm for me. Wow, it's not even close. Uh, we, yeah, we, I mean, um, we, we spend a lot of our time, especially when we're doing co-marketing, really pushing for people to try Livestorm, to do it with us, to, to get their own account. Um, it's a really great product. Got it. I, okay, so if you were to rate Zoom webinars on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate that? I, I really love Zoom. Zoom webinars is not a great product. I would put it at a three or a four. Wow. Okay. Three out of four out of 10. Okay. So what would Livestorm be? I'm going to say seven to eight. 
they know the features that I've suggested that would make it that would bump it up to a 10. But it's it's pretty amazing. Got it. Okay, wow, that's huge. I'm actually going to check it out right after literally like this interview I did and the one I did before was just the two kind of products where I would actually look afterwards. And I usually don't do that. So thank you for that. Of course. So Liam, one more question for you. What is one must read book you recommend to everyone? So uh, I read this book at the beginning of the year, our CEO suggested it called Atomic Habits just came out uh, recently. It's really about taking existing habits and, and adding tiny little additions and, and locking new habits into your existing habits to stack habits on top of each other. And it's been a game changer for me in terms of productivity, uh, efficiency, and, and organization. Love it. And for those of you that don't have time to read, um, James Clear was on this podcast talking about the book. So go ahead and check it out um, if you haven't. Um, and also definitely pick up the book as well. Liam, this has been fantastic. What is the best way for people to find out more about you and also about Mad Kudu online? I'm super visible online. You can find me at Liam Bogar on any of the Facebook, any of the social media uh, platforms you might you might use. Uh, same for Mad Kudu. Uh, I'd say check out our newsletter. Uh, I run it and we send out great tips uh, every single week. Uh, go to madkudu.com or check out our blog at madkudu.com slash blog. Awesome. William, thanks so much for doing this. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Growth Everywhere. If you loved what you heard, be sure to head back to growtheverywhere.com for today's show notes and a ton of additional resources. But before you go, hit the subscribe button to avoid missing out on next week's value-packed interview. Enjoy the rest of your week and remember to take action and continue growing.